afternoon, everyone. I'm just jumping in for my next episode of my podcast. So today's one is a very exciting one. And I know a lot of people have been looking forward to this one. So I will be diving into um, my weight loss journey, um, the obstacles that I faced and how I eventually became very, very successful in losing. To date, I've lost 34 kilos of body fat and I've kept it off and I'm certainly not going to be putting that back on. Um, and I've created a lifestyle around it, which is something that I'm super passionate about because you can give absolutely anyone a cookie cutter program. I know because I was given them as a client when I started and you know, not everyone's the same. Not everyone wants to eat chickly, uh, chicken and broccoli every day of the week to be able to lose weight. There's only so long you're going to stick to something that you don't like um, before you eventually give up on it and go and get that KFC or whatever your old bad habits you had set in stone were. So for me, it's all about creating a healthy lifestyle. It's like making those little tweaks to make you your day-to-day routine just that little bit healthier um, and then if you want to go out with friends you know once a week or once a fortnight then you have the freedom to do that but it's more about making that day-to-day choices healthy and keeping them pretty similar to what you originally had is what I like to do with people unless of course you're eating chocolate for breakfast lunch and dinner then something's gonna have to change I'm sorry <laughs> um, but yeah keeping it pretty similar similar to what you're already doing and just making those minor adjustments um, seems to work really, really well. And it definitely worked well for me. So it's what I'm super passionate about. And I love helping people do it because you're just making minor tweaks. It's not a massive amount of change. You don't freak out. You can adjust to it really well. And it's actually sustainable because it's, it's food you actually like, like you want to eat it. Um, yeah, so my weight loss journey, I originally, I was going to the gym a lot, but not really seeing any results. So what would happen is I'd, I'd jump on, I'd do a gym challenge, you know, it'd go for six weeks or eight weeks. I'd lose like six kilos or something. And I was like, yeah, this is so good. You know, I'm smashing it. A week after the challenge, I'd completely drop the ball. I'd put all the weight back on, you know, over the next couple of weeks, I'd give up with my whatever I was eating I'd eat what I wanted I'd go party and I was exactly back to where I was so I always gymmed like every day um consistently I was gymming so it's not the gymming problem it's not the gymming part like motivation to go to the gym it was my food 100% and that's the biggest part when it comes to weight loss is actually your food and what you're eating and how that affects Um, everything in your life, like it's literally everything in your life is affected by what you're putting into your body because your food is your fuel. So if you're eating chocolate, is that very quality fuel or is that very low quality fuel? (laughs) Um, Can you expect to get many results from eating that? So yeah, I went through massive ups and lows, ups and lows, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, you know, I'd put on you know, eight kilo, I'd lose five and I put on six kilo and I'll lose three. And it just like, it just didn't feel like the weight was going anywhere. And I was getting frustrated and I felt like I was putting in everything. And I started telling myself this phrase. If you've ever told yourself this phrase, please message me right now. Um, I cannot lose weight. 
It is my body type. I cannot lose weight. I will be like this forever. No matter what I do, I won't lose it. And that is something that was constantly starting to run through my brain and it was like imprinted in there. So I started to believe it. Like if you tell yourself something enough, you will start to believe it. And that is why how we talk to ourselves is so, so important. If you haven't yet, go onto your Audible and purchase... um, the Power of Vulnerability by Renee Brown. It is an amazing audible and it goes in how you talk to yourself um, and, you, and that actually affects how you talk to other people. So she uses this one example and she says she spilled a coffee and she went, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. Her daughter saw her say that to herself. So then she was actually teaching her daughter that it's okay to call yourself stupid. If you have kids relate that back or if you have family or you know absolutely anyone that's watching you nieces nephews um if they're watching you do you want to be able to tell them that calling yourself stupid is okay no you don't you definitely don't so don't talk to yourself that way number one um yeah so then I I had a massive health scare so I had my heart issue and that really woke me up to the fact that I needed to make a change and I needed to make right now my health wasn't where it needed to be and I really needed to like take action immediately like it was already too late I should take an action like years ago. So when I moved up to the Gold Coast, I had my three-month probation where I wasn't allowed to um, do much exercise. I still was. I was doing as much as I could, but I started fixing my eating. I started going out less and stopped drinking as much. And um, after that three-month probation, I joined PLC. So I was about six kilos on my own, and then I joined up to PLC. And I had some amazing coaches help me and guide me um so a massive shout out to everyone that was a plc when i joined rage chloe louie geordie everyone you guys were amazing um and it really really kept me on track it kept me accountable had these things called body scans and they really helped me track to see that i was on track because another thing that would happen was my weight wouldn't change and i was like i'm working so hard like why isn't my weight on the scales changing my composition was changing. My weight was not. So I would be putting on muscle and losing body fat, but my weight would stay the same because I was just doing a trade. But as most people would know, or if you don't know, body fat takes up a lot more room per kilo than muscle takes up on your body. So you still lose quite a lot of size um, and you're still making yourself healthier. It's just harder to see on normal scales. So I'd highly recommend getting body scans done as well because it's an amazing way to actually track your progress and see where you're going. Um, yeah, so then I started my weight loss journey and I was very consistent. I was very healthy. I was living with a roommate at the time that he didn't have a massive value around eating healthy because he wasn't on a weight loss journey. You know, he was naturally skinny, had a high metabolism, um, and he didn't have the amount of weight on him as I did. So... Um, that for me was quite difficult being an accountant at the time as well. There was always cake and morning tea and parties and you name it. There was always like sweet biscuits, um, like those cream biscuits in the, in the cupboard and, you know, biscuits and lemmingtons and cakes in the fridge, um, and coffee machines, everything. So I definitely had my fair share of temptations that I had to get through, um, 
and I had to overcome those obstacles and rewrite some patterns. So one of the first things I did was I cut coffee and milk out. Um, I then eventually went to black coffee. So I cut milk out and just had black coffee and sugar. And then I went to full black coffee, um, green tea, black tea. I did the same thing with them. So I cut my sugar down gradually and then now I, I don't even need any. I don't miss it. I quite enjoy it. I actually prefer it. Like if someone was to give me a cream coffee and a black coffee, I would choose the black coffee. Um, <laughs> your taste buds have replaced themselves and you actually start to enjoy the things that you might not originally enjoy. Um, so it's all about creating those healthy habits and those lifestyles. And yeah, I used to, I, I took my food to work with me and I got a lot of not criticism, but I definitely got a bit of judgment at the start because when you start changing, people sometimes don't like it. Like people naturally do not like change. They like stable. They like knowing what's happening. So when you start changing, sometimes people will be a bit strange about it. And um, I used to feel like I was being rude if I took my own food to work and I didn't want to eat the morning tea that the other guys were eating because they'd bought morning tea for everyone. Um, but I got over that very, very fast when I realized that it was affecting my results. And eventually everyone became extremely proud of me for being able to do that and having that self-control and that willpower to um, say no to the cake and <laughs> eat my fruit or whatever I'd taken that day instead of that. And the results showed it. So it's very, very important that if you're doing something for you, don't let other people take over that. Make sure if you're doing it for you, you don't let other people um, influence your decision and influence your result eventually. Like it does influence your result. Like if you eat that cake instead and you don't even want it, then you're missing out on your own results. So it's very, very important that if you're doing it for you, you need to make sure that you are actually fully in on that and other people around you know about it too. And it doesn't have to be a rude thing like the morning tea. Just let people know, have that conversation that you are doing it for a certain reason and you can tell them what it is and there's a fair chance they're going to support you with it. This is about having that conversation with them. So um, I tried a few different things. So I definitely love intermittent fasting. So I was doing a 16-hour fast each day. Um, so I'd have dinner around 7 p.m. And then I'd fast through to about 11, 12 the next day um, with just water and black coffee or black tea. And I really, really enjoyed that. I found it gave me so much energy. My brain power went up. Um, my energy went up. You know, my digestion fixed itself. Um, yeah, I really really enjoyed that so I do recommend that to a lot of people it's not it's definitely not for everyone like anything everyone is very unique in what works for them and what doesn't work for them so try it see if it's for you if it's not switch it back to something else and yeah I did that and I did more of a keto style diet because I personally really worked well off high fats um not everyone does same thing but I really worked well off high fat, so I did that as well, and I loved it, and it worked really, really well for me. I found ways to have chocolate healthy because I am a big chocolate person. Um, I don't know if anyone listening can relate to that, but 
everyone will have something that they they kind of crave in their life. For me, it was chocolate. So I would make chocolate protein balls and um, like a chocolate coconut slice, um, chocolate protein drinks, anything to be able to get it in healthily or cleanly into my diet without actually having real chocolate. So it's all about like you can still have the things that you want, so whether you're a sweet person or a savory person, you can definitely still have those things. It's just about finding those ways of making it healthy or making it fit into your um, macros, micros, whatever they may be. And, yeah, so after that I developed really, really healthy routines and patterns that I now stick to to this day. I still find fasting extremely easy to jump back into when I need to. Um, and I went all the way through, I was exercising a fair bit at the start. You don't need to exercise that much at all. It's all about being in a deficit. Like if you're in a deficit, you will lose body fat. If you're in a surplus, you will put on body fat and gain muscle. It's very, very simple in how it works. A lot of people overcomplicate it, um, but it doesn't have to be overcomplicated like that. So I went through that journey and I definitely had, um, my challenges with it and then know when people say you know they have challenges and they struggle to do things the first two weeks is generally the hardest to start a new habit it's all about habits it's all about reprogramming our brain so um especially sugar because it's basically a drug that's in your system when you have sugar it actually shuts off your brain's capability to be able to tell yourself that you're full so if you eat a block of chocolate and you can't stop it one row or two squares it's because your brain's function to actually tell that you're eating has been switched off by the sugar that you're eating and that is why so many people can binge eat so easily and eat a whole block and still feel hungry afterwards like how crazy is that and the amount of calories in a block of chocolate is most people's it's at least half your daily intake um so that's absolutely crazy that you can eat half your daily food within five minutes and feel like you've eaten nothing um so sugar is definitely a massive drug that we we sort of as a society have put into everything so it's something to be super cautious of even if you're buying something as simple as tinned tomatoes half of them have sugar in them now and just a simple check on the back of your ingredients in whatever you're buying um, can make a massive difference into your sugar consumption and what you're eating. I personally like to do my shopping at a farmer's market or a fruit and veg shop um, and then buy whatever else I can't get there at Coles or Woolies. So I'm not doing most of my shopping at Coles or Woolies. Um, I know it's convenient, but I would much prefer to go to a farmer's market and get my food that way because uh, I know it's fresh and it's got less chemicals put into it and I know it's also not pumped full of sugar. Um, so there's a fun little tip for you guys. But yeah, that is my weight loss journey. So I lost 27 kilos in about six, seven months. Um, and then after that, it's been gradual. So now I'm sitting at about 34 kilos lost. And... Yeah, I don't, re- I don't regret anything. I love the way I did it. I love where I'm at right now. I'm such a happier person. Like my mental state has gone through the roof since I've lost all that weight. Um, my confidence has gone through the roof. Um, my self-love, my self-worth, everything has improved my energy. You know, at the start I was an accountant and I was quite happy to sit there for eight hours a day at a desk. By the 
by about halfway through my weight loss journey, I could not stand sitting still. I had so much energy. I just wanted to get out and move my body and walk and do things. You know, I was going for walks at lunchtime, just about to get out in the fresh air and move around. And yeah, I have so much crazy energy now that um, I could never go back to <laughs> sitting down all day, not doing anything, which is why I love running a business and being able to help you guys get to that same point because it absolutely changed everything in my life like my training my mindset um my energy how I treat my body how I nourish it with food how how I eat how I'm aware of what I'm eating and um my ability to be able to snap back into clean eating whenever I need to and to be able to have that balance when I need to as well because it is about balance. It's not about being 100% strict all the time, but it's about being that 90% strict and then being able to play up when you want to, um, which is not every day, guys. <laughs> um, so I hope this really helped, team. I know um, a lot of people might be asking why I do it, but I'm sure – Pretty much everyone listening to this podcast has listened to all my previous ones. Um, when I lost all my weight, my knees actually got way better. So instead of having chronic knee pain and not being able to get out of bed, I have not even had that in probably over a year, a year and a half um, at all. Like my joint health has gone way better since I stopped eating, you know, your gluten and dairies because they will actually cause inflammation and increase your um, feeling of arthritis and stuff like that. So since I cut dairy and gluten out, I feel amazing. I'm now um, vegan. I've been vegetarian vegan for two months now and I'm starting to go back to being pretty strict vegan from now on um, until my next race, which is really exciting. And I feel so much better on it and it just works really, really well for my body. I do take a B12 supplement and I will be researching iron. So make sure you keep a close page, close eye on my Instagram page uh, because I'll be posting some interesting findings about iron on there. I do a lot of research on it, but I've recently stumbled across a few articles that I just want to debug, demyth, and see how much truth there actually is to them before I post it anywhere. Um but yeah, have an amazing day, guys, and I hope this has really helped, um, and I hope this all inspires you all to go on your own weight loss journeys, because absolutely anyone can do it. It's just about having that consistency, um, that knowledge, and that discipline to be able to get there. Like, you need a really strong reason why, and that's something I massively work on with everyone. So if you don't know what yours is, message me right now on Instagram, and we can have a bit of a chat about it. And if you're local, um, I'm happy to meet up with you and go through your reason why so I can help you on your weight loss journey. Um, yeah, so reach out, guys, if you need any help on my Instagram, Tash Collins Fitness, or on my Snapchat or Facebook or whatever you have me on, all three. <laughs> and have an incredible day, guys. Happy Monday.